0: All right, start that recording for the next one.
1: Okay, I'm recording.
0: Ken is behind. Uh, Does do my I have audio to audio sound okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, I'm recording now. Okay, so okay. I'm 18 seconds longer than Ken.
0: That's All right, what and I'm she at said. Eight
3: seconds. Oh!
0: Hey,
2: I'm Joe. I'm Ken. I'm Anna Drew. And I'm Dan.
0: And we're the Rewinders Podcast, rewinding movies to see if they hold up. And this time, we stuck with the joke too long and watched Naked Gun 33 and a third. I don't know about you guys, but...
1: he went highbrow with that and didn't make a joke about Anna Nicole Nicole Smith.
2: What happened? Who? Anna Nicole Smith? Why would I make a joke about her? Oh, that's act? what you're doing. Oh, maybe. I, I don't Anna know. Drew sounds like a
1: Taylor Swift. She makes detective. She, she <laughs> makes really good set
0: pieces. Yeah. Well, if anyone thought she was hired for her skills at acting, you are horribly mistaken. She I don't know. Fine. She was pretty convincing. I mean, oh, she this. got she got tight cast real hard. Yeah.
3: It's like this movie likes to work with stereotypes.
0: Oh. Imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, at the end of 2, didn't they have, uh, what's her name at the end that hit the police officer with their bag and said, this shit happens all the time. Zsa Zsa Gabor? Yeah. That was typecasting.
3: Yeah, at the end of uh, the intro. Yeah. I wasn't sure who that was, but I was like, oh, well, that's a thing. Okay.
2: Yeah. She smacks the cherry top on the car.
0: Yeah, back then, uh, well, for quite a while, she was known for assaulting the police officers that would pull her over. So, again, time capsule joke. Yep. So, my history with this movie is next to non-existent, because I was so burnt out from the series. Dan, I know. (laughs) We...
1: They (laughs) can't... The audience can't see the happy face that I'm making. <laughs> somebody I can, I can corroborate with. Oh, man, I'm peeking really bad.
0: Ooh, Wait, get away. Go I gotta, I
1: gotta did call we do get our on. intro? What?
3: Did we do the intro? I'm getting yeah. all confused. Yeah, we did the, the intro. intro. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Awesome. You were okay, there. Never mind.
0: Barely. You were there. Dan was there. Oh, right. And, and Anna Drew. Anna Drew was there. Good lord. And we went My brain down a yellow brick road.
1: I could really use a deja vu thing right now.
0: Deja vu oh, that's
1: it. This is this is the Mandela effect. We haven't actually <laughs> recorded anything today, Ken. What are you talking about? What?
2: Yeah, Ken, <laughs> did you want me to do you want me to take you down to uh, to Total Recall? They can remember it for you wholesale. Oh, that sounds like a great deal. Alright. Let's get some movie uh, movie plots implanted in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> so you have no history with this, Joe.
0: Uh, I'm sure I saw bits and pieces of it, but that's got to be about it. I, I didn't really remember much of anything of it, and was it felt like how I expected to feel watching the movie, which was something I'll explain later.
2: Sure. Like I said, I remember this one the most, and I think it's just because Jurassic Park's my favorite film. And it has Geriatric Park. I <laughs> always went back as a kid and giggled at Geriatric Park over and over again. So the rest of the movie really couldn't give a damn. I, I don't care what's happening in the rest of it. Just when it gets to Geriatric Park, ha ha ha
1: ha. I uh, watched this movie for the first time. Yes, you know. Uh, I guess technically it would have been this morning at like one in the morning. Oof. Okay. Now, here we go. I swear I
3: watched this movie before. I had this weird feeling the entire time I watched this movie, but I don't... There, It was like it was all new, but it was like I watched it before. I don't know. It was, no, I've never watched this movie before. I <laughs> had no interest in watching... Like, I had very little interest in watching the first one prior to any... And then, like, the second one would have never crossed my mind to watch. And this one, I would have actively avoided watching just because... Uh, I didn't watch the first two, so would never have watched this movie.
2: Whenever we went to go rent The Naked Gun when I was in more so in like middle school like with friends, like, oh, we gotta watch silly movies. Three was always there. Now I know why. <laughs> the three, the three, it's like you'd always walk in and be like, oh, let's get Naked Gun 33 and a third because the title's silly. It is a silly title. Nobody ever wanted to rent two. We never watched one.
0: It was always three. Well, if you have not watched Naked Gun 33 and a third, it can be summed up by saying, Bumbling Cops, Solve Crime, and Save the Day. Specifically in this one, it was uh, uh, someone from the Middle East funding a guy in the United States to make a bomb to blow something up, and it happened to be the... Awards Academy show. Awards. What? The Academy the guys, Awards. The
1: guy's name was Mark Schmier.
2: I will say I thoroughly enjoy this movie because it has Fred Ward. That's worth a watch for me. I like Which like Fred, Fred Ward? I uh, think Tremors. The opposite of Kevin Bacon.
3: The bomber guy?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The bomber guy. I knew I recognized
3: yeah. him from somewhere.
2: Oh, he's been on a lot of things. Um, two things I really want to go back and watch. I... I I looked him up again because I'm like, oh, I love Fred Ward. What has he been in? And I did a Google search for this and I I stumbled across two movies that, for some reason, one of them I'd pushed so far out of my brain that I forgot it even existed. And when we do bad movies or not good quality movies, but still fun to watch at some point, I want these to come up. And they are both Fred Ward movies. (laughs) We've got Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. Whoa. A movie that did so poorly that they canceled the other two sequels. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was oh. essentially set, it was set up to basically be the American James Bond, and I mean the cover couldn't be any more American, having Fred Ward grappling drawn on uh, one of the one of the spikes of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and then uh, this one I have so much interest in. I want to know so much about it. I've never heard of this movie, but I'm so excited to watch it. It feels like a Fred Ward classic. Time Rider, The Adventure of Lyle Swan. I love names like that. That's a Yeah, both of these. It's like, Remo, The Adventure Continues. Time Rider, The Adventure of Lyle Swan. It's like, I I love movies that have, you know, nice big lengthy names describing the title and the adventure you're there to watch. (laughs) This one sounds right up our alley, though, guys. Fred Ward is in the desert competing in the Baja One Thousand. And he drives his dirt bike through a government time pr- thing. Like, they're they're having some sort of, they're doing some sort of experiment with time travel. And he drives his dirt bike through it, and he ends up back in the Wild West on a dirt bike. Huh. My God.
3: <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> I'd give it, so a, I'd give it a
2: try. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds phenomenal. He's got a red suit, so everybody calls him El Diablo, and they're terrified of him, and it's just him trying to get by in the Wild West with a dirt bike. And had I not, had I not watched The Naked Gun 33 and a third, again as an adult, I never would have known anything about this fantastic film that I need to see.
0: (laughs) All good So I gotta thank
2: the movie for that. Is it available somewhere? (laughs) I don't know.
3: Are you just getting your hopes up for a i don't good know Lord.
1: oh my this does <laughs> at this moment right now there's some fancies that are being tickled
3: you can buy it on amazon for six bucks for standard definition that's too oh, much for it. standard definition oh, you can <laughs> yes. rent it for six bucks my bad buy it for still time.
1: too much for standard definition
2: I mean, based based off of what I read, the gist of it is: is he's trying to get by in the Wild West and make his way back home. The scientists need to figure out how to come back through time in a time helicopter to save him. Whoa! And I can
1: see movie, I can see why Rothy likes this so much. This is this is no, right. This is all up his alley.
2: This is this is the best part. He meets a wild gang of ruffians and outlaws who become obsessed with stealing his dirt bike. They don't know what it is, but they want it. So unfortunately, (laughs)
3: by the time they get it, he's out of gas.
0: To
2: say I'm excited about this movie is is just it's completely underselling it. I I I need to see this. Thank you, Naked Gun 33 and a Third, for introducing me to this (laughs) from a random Fred Ward Google search. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm I'm taking it. A lot of us didn't really like this film. It was with a fresh set of eyes.
1: Like I said, the last episode when you were talking about uh, Naked Gun movies naked gun OG and then this one and then 2 because this for some reason I don't know I I maybe it was the way that the the cast worked together or something it felt yeah. less tiresome it still so, wasn't good but better than 2 in my opinion
3: sorry I mean, the movie starts off with uh Frank in a uh a dream sequence where he's in a shootout where there's a whole bunch of crime and I swear the queens in there at one point um <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's the pope and the president, and maybe You're the queen. Obsessed. Who knows?
1: Anyways, I um, don't think the queen's in that scene. I don't. She think She has is. to be. I think
0: she's I not. Think it's
1: because it's the baby carriages.
0: Yeah.
1: It's oh first it's the baby carriage, yeah. and then it's the baby carriages, and then it's the third baby carriage, and then it's the mobster, and then they're shooting, and then the baby carriages get free. And then there's more shooting, and then then there's the tries to spike a baby. That's that's at the end. That's at the end.
2: For me, that was probably the breakout for this movie. I laughed because I, I was young, but I was young enough. I was young enough to understand going postal. So having the postal workers coming out, firing up the place, I laughed like a fucking baby, just tears streaming down my face when I was when I was younger. Still, I still got a good chuckle.
3: Unfortunately, there was a very uh, racist depiction of a terrorist.
2: Oh, yeah. Again, late 80s, early 90s.
3: This was uh, 94, just a few months before Juice got arrested for murder.
2: That glove just didn't fit.
3: Yeah. You wonder if it was this movie that pushed him off the edge.
0: He finished (laughs) the puzzle and didn't know what to do. (laughs) God, that sounds so horrible to say that.
1: (laughs) He didn't finish the puzzle, though.
0: He oh, left three that later, in its box, After the movies done, he's on his desk. Thing, things we like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll start that off with uh, that the opening bit being wacky and the police siren <laughs> opening credits. They stuck to their guns on those in each movie, and I felt like they did a decent job having a wacky opening scene and then the a good credit sequence i thought each movie was pretty solid in those counts
2: i would agree yeah yeah i agree they kept the format and it works i always chuckled at the sperm donation scene and then him coming home and dumping the champagne immediately yeah his
1: two fingers his thumb and his index finger and his wrist is all wrapped up
2: yep and she immediately accuses him of doing police work (laughs) he's trying to (laughs) say no i swear (laughs) <laughs> talk immediately trying to fake fake an affair talking about a affair instead of being a police officer again and i thought that that was hysterical that was very I, funny i love i love the flip-flop on that yeah
0: i like in the prison that there are dogs talking on the phone to each other and then yeah. there's a hockey player <laughs> complaining to a ref in the next box and then the third box is is an aquarium. It's not as funny, but I, I did like the dogs and the hockey player. I was like, ah, there we go. We we made something a little goofy in this scene here. It's a good sight gig.
2: Absolutely. And and even speaking of the prison, I, I love his name. <laughs> Nick the Slasher McGurk. <laughs> <Like> it's just, <laughs> just, just, such a stupid name. I love it. But yeah. Yeah. This movie has Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. She has a dick in the end and he throws up in a tuba. And as as adolescents we laughed. We laughed and we laughed and we laughed.
0: Throwing up in a tuba is funny.
2: That is funny. That's why I laughed. Because it's funny. the whole
0: yeah, the whole <laughs> lead into that is not really Cringy. funny. It's not
2: because really it's funny. It's trying to be it's trying to be uh funny at the Eihard. expense of somebody else. It's also it's also trying to be Finkel's Einhorn from uh, Pet Detective. If you say so. Which, I don't know. I don't know. Pet Detective came out in 94. When, though? February? Well, shortly before came out. Yeah, like literally a month before. Okay. Yeah. So maybe not. Maybe not so much. But yeah, the joke leading up to it isn't as funny as the, as the act of throwing up into a tuba, because that is funny. I love people vomiting into things that they shouldn't. That <laughs> vents of a car.
0: Every oh that's terrible. <laughs> <I
2: know. laughs> in a movie, not, so many not in a wonderful places, right? right? Yeah, yeah, in a, in a movie, you're right. You're
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> it it has geriatric park as well. Mhm. I did like in a sequence that uh, when they're back in the 70s, they're sitting at the tables and the tables have the candle holder that's glass and the top comes off. And I don't know about you guys, but when I grew up, my parents held on to a ton of stuff from the 70s. And they had a few of those, but they were tinted golden brown. And I I swear, there is still one in their house. Swear it.
1: (laughs) I believe you. You don't don't have to swear. I
0: I like seeing things
2: that make me nostalgic in a film. It's like, oh wow, that thing wasn't just specifically for my house. It did exist <laughs> outside of my realm of understanding.
0: It's always crazy, it's like when you see the couch your parents had when you were a tiny child or some like small item that they had and the suddenly wood frame like, couch
1: with the with the 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 brown and gold like knit
0: cushions. Yep. Yeah, that's the yep. one I'm yeah.
1: Yep. My parents had that one for a real that that couch for a real long time.
0: That must have been where like a, an affordable going? couch that everyone had back then, because it's been used so many times to represent the seventies. Probably, there's
3: mass manufacturing. I don't know oh, how yeah. rampant it was, but throw together a wood frame couch, you're easy enough. You can sell at a lower price, low enough price where people can. Uh... What's amazing is that they lasted this long. Well, no, because no, was the seventies, back when they made things with pride. Blah 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 blah. blah.
2: American made, it'll last forever.
0: Last for a decade. Well, that's now, if you're lucky. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> no, if you if you get a year out of your appliances, you're good. Like you've yeah. paid off your you've paid off your appliance. Because now you're going to be buying a new one anyways. Because the new one's going to have a whole bunch of other things that you need to have in your appliances, like TVs. Like.
2: Like, yes, TVs that tell you what's inside the fridge, so you don't even have to open the door.
1: <laughs> hey, it saves you money.
3: You know, those few cents that you do spend over the year opening the door. Yeah. I'm sure there's math
2: to it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but We're depending on you to do the math. Oh. Please do fridge math. Oh, okay. It could be a uh, new study. It could be a new field. <laughs> I'm a fridge mathematician. I, <laughs> I do the numbers for fridges.
3: I guarantee the fridge companies have a fridge mathematician.
2: I really hope so.
3: He's probably
0: an accountant.
2: I hope somebody goes home every night knowing that they did math for refrigerators.
0: Okay <laughs> they, with that. they have to live with that. <laughs> they have to look at themselves in the mirror every morning and tell themselves, I'm going to add and subtract for those goddamn refrigerators again, aren't I?
2: Were my calculations wrong? <laughs> That's all. They- the meat is spoiled.
3: The how. math was wrong. Dude. Did I appease the Fridge Gods?
2: Is work tomorrow
3: going to be frigid?
2: Oh, Oh, no.
1: Freon for the Freon God.
3: Oh, Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That's good.
0: I like the retirement banner that says 3,000 dead, 432 wounded. (laughs) 32 (laughs) wounded. And then in his speech, he just leads off, well, we killed a lot of people. It's I right. didn't actually oh, yeah. kill
1: those last two guys. I kind of actually just kind of drove my backed up over them. <laughs> they just happened to be you know, drug lords. Lucked out. Making light of police brutality.
3: Hurrah.
0: Yeah. Mind you, and- they're a
3: farce, so that's what they're supposed to do.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, even in 94, police brutality was a big thing in the L.A. area. Let's think, you know, Rodney King and the L.A. riots. Yeah, so it, they
1: make fun they make fun of violence in LA schools.
0: And they do make reference to the LA riots as well, with LA being on fire while they're having the Academy Awards. So, yeah. so we
3: got a nice yep. time capsule of a movie again.
0: Yeah. Yes, we do. Just yes, capturing
3: do. uh the zeitgeist of all the all the hot topic button issues and making it more whimsical and farcical, so in, in the future, when people are looking for uh, actual information, they'll think that every kid brought three guns to school. In actuality, well, it was one gun. Two, it was probably more guns. like
0: one. No, yeah, you know, they had to leave them in their lockers for one thing.
3: <laughs> Unless they left school, which all the guns were outside of school. So it's fine.
0: I think one of uh, my favorite things for this installment is that they convinced a lot of people to do cameos. And yeah, I they were enjoyed that
1: quite quite yeah. a few weird Al, like you're... like Weird Al, Vanna White, those are the two big ones that stuck out, and then there was a bunch of other
2: like James Earl Jones. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Kind
2: of uh, feel pretty
1: like much the entire year, the entirety of the Oscars or Academy Awards was just cameo after cameo.
0: I mean, and there's nothing the... there's nothing wrong it's with hard that.
1: not. There's not, though. there isn't anything wrong with that. I just didn't think about it till now. Like, how many, how many, like, real world actors did they get, like, big name actors did they get for that scene just to
3: sit in the crowd? It really had a Sharknado-esque feeling where you get more (laughs) and more uh, people showing up for the movie being like, hey, look, we're in this movie now. I wish I knew what you were talking about, Ken, but I don't watch drivel. You should. You should know what I'm talking about. Those movies are amazing. I also think
0: you're a liar, Dan. You watched some drivel with us in this past year.
1: Not, not by choice. Not, not by choice. In the end, you could have said no, and then we would be down in a down in a, a, a host,
2: and I can't have you that. You watched on my conscience. a magical <laughs> film about crime running rampant and them turning an entire city into a prison. Little monsters. Yes, little monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Appleton's the maximum <laughs> security section. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Really, that's what it's about—little crime lords
2: being locked underground during the day. Fred Savage catching a paycheck—that's what's really about.
0: And it's not a cameo in uh, Thirty Three and a Third, but having Arlie Rimmel as a, a guard in the prison—it was like a "Oh, I like him." It's good You're to see have him, to him. Discuss in films. who
2: this is.
1: Joe, sure, you're the old man. You're going to have to explain this, explain this to us.
2: He's the drill sergeant. Guy. Yeah,
0: he's most well-known for being the uh, drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. But he Oh, right. that guy. Okay. He has yeah. played many roles over the years, both humorous and dramatic, and he's just a wonderful person. I believe he's no longer with us as well.
2: He passed away a few years back. Yeah. So, yeah. Even had his own show, I think, on Discovery Channel or something like that, yep. where he just went over weapons. Man. Really uh, awesome. Roll
0: movie. call, I think it was.
2: I think you're right, yeah. But yeah, no, that was a good that was a good uh I know that guy moment. I like yeah.
0: those. I believe He's... O.J. Simpson's in this movie
2: <laughs> as well, too. I don't know if you guys caught it,
0: but <laughs> that's that's not as much of an ah. Oh, I know that guy. This is special. No, it's like okay.
3: <laughs> he went from being clumsy to being just a real guy. idiot in
1: this movie.
0: They yeah.
3: made a definite change of character for
0: for Nordberg.
1: Well, I mean, you could blame it on the brain damage. He,
0: he did take quite a few blows to the head over the years. Yeah. yeah. I think Dan's right on that one.
3: You think that they actually had consequences for their actions in this movie? Like, <laughs> nobody else suffers consequences.
1: Just the bad guys. Yeah.
2: Just uh-huh. the bad guys. The joke at the end's pretty silly. He has a child. That looks exactly like him with the silver hair. No, yeah. that's the dream sequence. It's a dream sequence. The, the the child comes out the wrong color and he chases Nordberg Oh, out the yeah, screen yeah, yeah, yeah. at him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was silly. I really don't have much else to say about this
1: one. No.
0: <laughs> I like the mother character because she played a bunch of roles in the late uh, 80s. Um, that I were thought she was the lady not...
3: from the Goonies. Yes. She actually. made me stop watching the movie for a while so I could look her up to make sure she wasn't the lady from the Goonies. <laughs> This is, I'm very bad at faces.
0: <laughs> but yeah, she played a lot of stuff, and she, she does the same role basically all the time because she looks the role. She looks the part that she ends up playing, like giving the middle finger in the rearview mirror, him monologuing that. Felt like she didn't care for me, and she's giving the finger back. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and before we leave Things We Like, I am just going to say Mother Teresa the Musical... Tickled my funny bone.
2: It did. Yes, I do love that on multiple levels because. Good God, it's been so many years, but still, food. I need food. I'm really in the mood. It still pops (laughs) in every
3: (laughs) once in a while. (laughs) Uh, I need food. I am hungry. (laughs) Damn (laughs) it!
0: All right, now let's 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 move over to the the other side of the house, I guess.
3: It was delightful. I, the entire movie was great. I don't know. There was nothing I didn't like about the movie at all.
0: Well, eh.
2: Anna Nicole Smith. I kid. <laughs> okay, good. Anna Nicole Smith. That's <laughs> that's reason enough, in my opinion. I don't. I don't know.
0: The long legs, multiple knees. That was kind of funny, but that's I think where she peaked in the movie, and that's not even her.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs> say. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's because she stopped becoming a set piece at that point, and spoke she and attempted to act.
3: For what she is, she did fine.
1: She's a really good set piece.
2: And that's well, same it. The same be said about uh, Jenny McCarthy and Basketball. I haven't seen it. I, I feel like there's correlations between the two. Yeah, like sure. Yeah. This, it, like, those are the two eye candy set pieces of the 90s that were in both of these movies. Like, I don't know, growing up, I lo- I watched a lot of Basketball and I watched a lot of Naked Gun. and mm. I get the same I see, I get the exact same vibes from from that aspect.
0: Well, and I think Jenny McCarthy even had less to do in baseball. Yes.
2: She provocatively ate a hot dog that went down uh Ed, oh, what's his last name? Ed Sheeran. Not Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Ed uh oh, I'm a, No, I'm going to I'm going to If I don't remember it. Ooh. No, good. not Ed Ernest. Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. Ernest, okay. Ernest Borgnine, yeah, it goes down his throat and kills him. <laughs> but yeah.
0: The the Yeah, the long legs yeah.
2: multiple knees was silly. I remember laughing at that, but it's a prop, it's not her.
0: I don't know. In the end, the movie peaks at being okay.
2: I can agree with that peaks at being okay. pretty, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> There's things I laughed at, not as much as the other ones. Like mm-hmm. you said, Dan, they're we're a couple car scenes back, but not many. He hits, I think, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah, he hits the uh, parking meter and the change falls on his car.
1: Yep, and then there's there's another one. I know there's another one, but it was such a throwaway that I don't remember what it was. It was also, know. you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, so I'm not going to be <laughs> able to remember half the shit that made me laugh.
2: And I, I know you guys are going to be flack for this one, but for me, personally, I feel like this is the weakest plot of the three. I feel like the first one, it's like, oh, somebody's trying to assassinate the queen. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Second one, it's like, oh, there's an environmentalist that's giving a false speech, blah 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 and then it all kind of came to a head at the end. And then this one is just kind of like baby fever. Yeah, baby fever, baby fever, and a guy wants to blow up the Academy Awards.
0: Yeah, and everyone kind of just comes together from happenstance. It's like, yes, okay.
2: I don't have a lot of feelings towards this movie anymore, and that makes me sad. There were things that felt, you know, very nostalgic for me and humbling and maybe feel warm inside like the opening the opening i laughed at that so hard so many times as a kid it's hard for me not to like the whole baby scene i love it i'd love him going to spike the child i love the postal service workers coming out all of it and then geriatric park while it has lost its charm as an adult it's still funny that they put it in there i, I like it but yes like you said mother Teresa* the musical that still gets a massive chuckle out of me every time it was really well done but yeah i don't know for me this was The weakest of the three, for me, the plot was the weakest. And it felt like it was just kind of like, what was funny in the other two? Let's get a couple of those in this one. That's kind of how I took it.
0: Yeah.
3: Interesting that he thought the Academy Awards was the end-all be-all for terrorism attack. (laughs) Yeah. I guess for a Hollywood people, that would be, oh no, we're being attacked.
1: I mean, the dude was also in prison for a really long time. Maybe yeah. maybe it went before he went in, like the academy Awards were more than just a pageant uh there was another word I was gonna use masturbatory <laughs> were they so masturbatory back
3: then they're definitely uh they they definitely peaked and uh, have fallen off since but I mean oh maybe yeah. it's just this the, latest year
2: since... the latest numbers the latest numbers are they're in line with the rest like the last previous few years. They've been steadily declining, but this last year was a plummet for sure. Hi. Hey, well,
1: not like there's a pandemic or anything. No, it's over. No.
3: We won. USA, USA. We- <laughs> oh, Thank you. Oh. I wasn't sure where to go with that. That's what oh, I was no. thinking, though.
2: <laughs> this year, the number of viewers for the Academy Awards ceremony was a whopping 9 million. Oh man. That's pretty low. Yeah. That's very low. Last year it was uh twenty three, year before that was twenty nine. So it's been Oof. coming down.
3: Yeah, it's been dropping. People I mean it became apparent that the uh the award ceremonies just became a way to advertise movies.
2: Especially especially ones that don't really ever seem to have the right being named like best film and whatnot. It's just kinda like it feels like studios finding a way to like you said, advertise films that either did really well, but they still want more money. Or not many people heard of, but they were critical darlings, so they want people to still put money towards them.
3: But ultimately, I think what everyone was waiting for was Leonardo DiCaprio to get his uh, his award, and, and then, and and then, it, then it doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> Who yeah, needs we don't to, have watch? A to watch anymore? <laughs> exactly, we're done.
1: You <laughs> just need to figure out that he had to get mauled by a goddamn bear before he would get his award.
0: What does he have to do now? He knows.
1: He was responsible for the Titanic
3: sinking. Nothing.
0: All right. Well, I we kind of covered, you know, how this movie's changed over time. I mean, I don't even know if I really would have found it funny at the time because the whole series was wearing so thin on me at this point in 1994. I was ready to move on to other things. I did move on to other things. See,
2: that's what's different with me. Is like. I started watching these a long time where all three were available for me to just pluck from the store shelf, So it's like I gobbled <laughs> all three of them up in unison and didn't think anything of it. That's why it's so interesting to talk to people who these weren't all out when they watched them. So yeah. it's a completely different mindset.
0: Well, I mean, a big thing around this time period is when um, two sketch comedy shows became very popular. Kids in the Hall and The yeah. State. And you can't meet some kids in the hall. You can't get into those shows and then come back to something like thirty-three and a third and find it as funny anymore. Because kids in the hall were doing new things, more like funny, exciting things. The state was often Bizarro Land, doing very funny things. That and that's why not many people know about it is because they were so weird with their humor. But I loved it. I still
1: love you it. You say kids in the hall, and I immediately jump to the whitest kids. You know.
0: Yep, they—they're good ones who shook up stuff in the recent past.
1: I don't think I've ever watched any, any kids in the hall.
0: Now that I'm thinking about it, it's good stuff, Dan. I recommend it.
1: I'll have to spend some time on the YouTubes. I don't—I don't know if kids in the
3: hall aged well.
0: Uh,
2: um, crush your head. Come on, Hey, crush your head. <laughs> Just sitting there pinching people's heads. There's the that there's the gazebo which is
3: so bizarre and kind of fun
2: there's there's good stuff in the kids kids in the hall for sure yeah there's definitely
3: good stuff oh don't put salt in your eyes don't put salt (laughs) in your eyes yeah it was was just great but then i have a feeling that if i go back and watch it i won't find it as funny for some reason
0: I, w- I think I finally got to round to watching most of it probably around 2017-ish. And oh, oh. I still found most of it rather humorous. I was like, oh, this is good. But would it be funny now in 2021? Who knows?
3: It's been four years. It's a fucking bizarre four years. Who knows what's funny anymore? <laughs> I don't. It
2: really
0: has been. Yeah. Yeah it. It's <sighs> weird to consider all the stuff that I did... um, traveling in 2019 going into 2020 and then as soon as i get back from my tr- very first big trip of the year in 2020 like shakunk everything was just like nope global
2: iron curtain
0: all trapped we'll never travel again for another five to eight years except
2: for or you Joe, Joe. because your job demands it <laughs> Alright,
0: why not I'll, I'll I will just won't breathe
2: You could at least be provided a giant hamster bubble for you to
0: uh, travel Ooh. around uh, Then yeah. I'd be the bubble boy sense. Exactly, exactly
1: that's some uh quality Water Water boy, Dan.
0: Uh, I'll that catch a, a ride with the bright and shiny. damn it That uh. is bubble boy Yes, that is bubble boy Talk about dumb movies I haven't watched it Yeah, yet.
2: man, that's that's another recessed
0: memory, wow. <laughs> I had watched it again recently, and yep, verified, dumb movie. It was on a VHS, I don't remember what VHS, but
2: it was on a VHS I watched frequently as a child, as an ad, and I always was just like, oh, that looks silly, and then growing up it's like, well, I guess I'll get around to finally watching it since it's here. Watched <laughs> it once, and it's just
0: like, that was, that was good enough. That was yep. good enough. Done. Alright. Yep.
3: So, well, yeah, uh, this this movie does remind me of uh, thing that i notice in movies usually uh once you st- have to start introducing babies as a plot point Ooh, yes. it, uh, <laughs> like that's that's like if a you start moment <laughs> if you start with a baby like shoot him up it's usually fine if yeah. you have to introduce a baby like shrek the third you know mm, that you've yep. run on of, out of content and your movie's been along been around for too long and uh, you're just kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. You got Shrek the third, Ghostbusters 2.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I would say Ghostbusters 2 doesn't count because Ghostbusters 2, the baby is pivotal to the plot. So it's not like they just kind of threw one in and it's like, ah, it's a baby movie. It's like Vigo needs a vessel to come back to life.
3: In. <laughs> or did they shoehorn that in because they're like, oh, they have to move forward and they have to have a baby.
2: Well, I think the bigger issue with Ghostbusters 2 is the cartoon. The cartoon sullied Ghostbusters, and that's what pissed almost everybody universally off that saw it. There's a lot of people who do love Ghostbusters 2. I'm included. I like the tone. I like a lot of the things it represented. But Ghostbusters 2 was definitely heavily marred by the real Ghostbusters cartoon. It got rid of smoking. It got rid of some more of the adult-oriented things. There's no ghost blowjob in Ghostbusters 2. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> It definitely changed things significantly, not destroying the entire tone of Ghostbusters as a whole, but two has definitely got a different tone than one. That is, it's completely disputable.
0: One movie that introduced babies that ruined everything. Look who's talking. Oh yeah. Because I mean. Yeah. Then look Ah, who's talking. Two two sucked ass. Look who's talking again.
2: Oh, that's right. Three. They made three of them.
0: It couldn't recover.
2: Boss baby. Yeah, some John Travolta and Kirstie Alley nonsense. <laughs> but yeah, generally I would agree.
3: I really got to come up with more examples than Shrek the Third because Shrek really didn't start off on a strong foot to begin with.
2: No, I remember I remember being like in middle school or so, loving Shrek, thinking it's funny, and then all of a sudden a baby's in it. It's like, oh. It, yeah. It's like a second a baby gets brought into a film series. It's like, yeah, they well, are. The now it's not funny. Sucked out. It's just the wind in the sails is gone. <laughs>
1: Is it a film series, though? Or is it just any time babies are around?
2: Babies are liars and they're creeps. I don't
1: know. Maybe I'm just tired of seeing all my friends having children.
2: What do you do in the 80s and 90s when, when you're out of ideas? You, you stumble on the trope of introduce a baby because it makes everyone uncomfortable. Nobody knows how to take care of a baby. It's a new thing. Or...
1: Let's make these people who are definitely not good would definitely make awful parents parents. <laughs> yep.
2: Or the very tired trope of I am a male and I don't know how to take care of kids or do what mom does when she's not home. Yes. My God, that one that one took far too long to die. Agreed. I know, it still keeps... It pops up every now and then, but that was like a go-to. That was like every movie's bread and butter and every sitcom and every show's, it's like, it's like oh, the lady's out of the house. What's the guy gonna do? He doesn't know how to
0: do things with babies. He can't do anything. He's just a guy. I mean, they built a whole movie on that. Three men and a baby. What are there's we going to do? Eric? are a bunch of dudes. I thought you were going to be... say Mr. Mom.
2: Well, yeah, there's, Mom. That, there's that too. Hell, even the Santa Claus, Tim Allen. Like He can't cook. He just burns the turkey and then they have to go out looking for food. It's just like there's so many movies with that in it. Even if it's not the central plot, there's so many movies that deal with dads or just aloof male pieces that can't somehow take care of a child or don't know how to cook or don't know how to clean. They know how to go out in the car with a wrench and fix things in the garage, but you ask him to, to vacuum, and oh man, it's going to be last last mile a minute for the next half hour. I, I, I don't know what that was, and I'm glad it's gone, or at least starting to go away. Same. Yeah. Some rant is over on that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's always driven me nuts.
0: <laughs> well, I know Dan thinks that this one's a little bit better than two, but I I think this one just...
3: This not by D, much. Just, I think I am not by so much.
0: Done with the series, but yeah, that, Dan.
3: What I think yeah. what you got from this movie was the fact that they brought in a bunch of high. I was trying to get that with Sharknado. They brought in a bunch of high-profile characters where you think that they're trying harder, but what is actually happening is just like, oh, look, it's a person I know, and what you're seeing yeah. is the nostalgia of this person you're seeing, or you know how they're throwing these people into there is making you think that uh, people are trying harder around them, and it, maybe they are trying harder just to kind of impress these people that they brought into the movie. However, that's all they did for this movie, was pump it up with cameos. They didn't pump it up with new, fresh ideas or jokes. But, they rehashed the bumbling...
0: A lot of time-sensitive okay, I it. I see jokes.
2: It. I see it. Yes, time-sensitive yeah. for sure. So, would you guys agree that they are turning this into essentially a movie equivalent of uh weekend of bernie's they're propping up a corpse and asking it to dance because they want to get a few more shillings and chuckles out of people
1: yeah 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 (laughs) how dare you sully the name
3: but that's what we we kind of bernie's
2: Bernie's. from the outside it's still bernie but it's there's no bernie inside he's not
3: sullying the name of this movie he's in fact he's propping up that movie because it's got an original plot (laughs) And he's using that to say this movie is <laughs> as bad as those kids who used, used Bernie to further their, their life.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, they got to go to a fancy island and troll some babes all <laughs> by just propping up a, a corpse. They used a corpse as their
0: get-in card. I like this.
2: <laughs> I don't know where I'm
3: going with that. No, that's a, that's a solid analogy. I like it.
0: Weekend at Bernie's was originally supposed to have the Corey's. In it, but they oh, seriously
2: Corey is in Corey. Uh, I don't Coleman? remember where I heard
0: that recently, but it was supposed to be the Corey's Was supposed to be the dudes in there, but they decided to make them a little bit older.
2: Oh, well, it's okay. It had what's his name. I really like that guy. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. What's his name?
3: Polly Shore. That's I helpful. No, no,
2: his, no, not Shore. Andrew McCarthy. It had Andrew McCarthy. God damn it! I have to Google another person. He's he's what? been in things. He was in mannequin.
0: Ah, yeah, I like mannequin. I saw that. A mannequin
2: using Pretty in Pink. Oh, Bobo, Bobo Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd.
1: Bobo Paul Rudd. Good man, will never age. Paul Rudd is the new Gene Wilder. That's a statement. I can
2: see that. Wow. I, that is I, a I statement. I can see
0: that statement being.
1: Gene, it took a really, really long time oh, okay. for Gene to
0: look old. I see what you're saying. And when he did, then he like, died. As an actor.
1: No, no, uh, acting no. quality and stuff? No, oh. no. no. Paul Paul's funny but only was, in small a, Gene small Wilder
0: was very influential on don't me Don't ask as, him to do uh, an actor as a spry young lad yep
3: who just wants to do flips so you can show how whimsical you are
0: <laughs> as a young hobo Any last words for the last movie of the Naked Gun series
2: I don't know do we talk about if it held up we kind of know the answer. Oh, well, it to definitely doesn't. Yeah. I don't think we need I to. I kind of feel like we answered that without actually asking any yeah. questions. Yeah.
3: So. <laughs> I think we answered that by not actually talking about the movie most of this time. <laughs>
2: Pretty <laughs> oh. much. Ooh. We spent a lot of time it's not true. talking we about the really movie. It's true. We really didn't. <laughs> Three and a, 33 and a third. Damn it. I say
0: that's that. That's the last time yeah. I'm saying that's stupid. That uh, relates to the fact that I, I felt by the time getting to this film that I I couldn't. I didn't care. I mean, they would have had to do a lot more for me to get pulled back in. And they, they didn't, they had tiny I mean, with, little things spread through the movie that pulled me in, but most of it just, eh, meh. It's okay.
2: Yeah. Meh. And and with that being said, I will go back and watch the original. I love the original. I still think it's funny. It's got its moments. 100%. I even like the plot. Like it has Randy Newman come on you have a randy newman song in a a movie and it's it's instantly worth a (laughs) rewatch.
0: and i don't Uh, think those jokes are so time-locked
2: they're not they're not i mean you could argue the beginning of the film the first film starts off with his dream sequence where he's just in the room with god who else who was all there it was like all the baddies of the 80s it was like Mm -hmm. uh gorbachev yeah gorbachev was there a bunch of other I, I don't remember who because
0: the Aran- again, Iranian I, I was too old at that and... point.
2: I was too old at this point.
0: But yeah, that's about as time locked as I. And this is also me saying this after we watched it over a year ago. It's yeah. like I think that's about as time locked as that movie got. The rest of it was pretty free flowing. Whereas exactly, too- it was it was
2: more silly and more about Frank and Police
0: Squad than it was about shoehorning in
2: jokes about things that.
3: honestly who they were didn't matter as much as what they represented because in that movie they represented like foreign powers who are evil evil i do finger quotes evil foreign uh, powers of which the u.s is trying to topple and you don't necessarily need to know who they are in order for that idea to be presented which they did well
2: yeah, I, I still think the first movie is very special. I will go back and watch it. I have no problems with it. Second one, maybe here and there for a chuckle, but three, I don't really see myself going back and watching three again.
1: No, I would never. I watched it the once, and I will never watch it again. You're
2: not going to go back and watch it for the Anna Nichols? Oof, oof. She's there's, dead. There's a lot of you.
0: movies with very attractive women that are also dead, Dan.
2: Carrie Fisher. Oh.
1: Yep. Yeah, I probably won't go back and watch any of those movies either, because that would make me sad. (laughs) God damn it. Well, I mean, the Blu-rays have been sitting in their box for almost two years at this point. The
2: Blu-rays have been sitting in their box since the day I had my dad pick them up on a midnight release, because I had work at six in the morning the next day, and then I watched them once the following day, realized how much they changed, and never watched them again.
0: That's why you got to get the unspecial edition or whatever, the non-specialized edition. I don't I think know, they released I know. that anymore. Well, you—it's you, not released. This is internet stuff.
3: Oh. Who is it? There's a
2: celebrity. There's a celebrity that's part of that. I can't remember what. But there's like a big celebrity that loves Star Wars and has actually helped out with that edit.
1: It's the same group. Of, same group of people who like take the the gritty grayscale filters off of movies. They started with uh, mm. Man of Steel and compared that to like the older Superman movies and how much better Man of Steel would have been had they not put that grungy
2: everything's got be dark filter on it. Was dark.
1: <laughs> Unless it's a lens flare, and look, look what happened to one of the actors.
0: Uh, Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman. He is. I'm excited about that. (laughs) Since we're so off topic, I will say that was the Naked Gun 33 and a third. Rewound and making us puke into (laughs) tubas. So please like, rate, review, comment, subscribe, share, and all that stuff to help us grow this podcast. If you want to help us grow the podcast, I'm looking at you. Do you want to go to the podcast? Do you?
2: Yeah. Yeah?
0: Joe, you're scaring them.
2: <laughs> or else we'll climb into your houses and puke in your trombones. Uh, That's what we do.
3: Whoa. Uh, it's a lot of trombones. You can
2: subscribe or else we'll vomit in your trombone. <laughs> <laughs> and your tubas. I don't want to go back to doing that I, tubas, again, guys. Come on. stringed instruments.
1: You made me do it because I'm the smallest. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Now, I just
0: remembered that we didn't agree to what we'd watch next, so... Correct. I'll just I'll just say come back in 2 weeks when we rewind again. And then I'll announce it at another time what we're watching.
3: Okay. Final word. There are so many better movies that are farces that you can just go watch over and over again.
0: Ken, that's more than a word.
2: It's a crowded market having all these slapstick movies, but there's some that
0: are definitely stronger than the others. That was more than a last word, but I think we're done. All right. Recording.